Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Bing bong, bingity bong, bing bong, bingity, bingity bong. <laughs> Hello, it's Suggestible Time. How is yeah. everyone? This is a podcast where we recommend you things to watch, read, and listen to. My name is Claire Tonti. James Clement is here also. We are married and we take turns sharing a thing that we've liked to look at, read, or watch. Um, that's looking and watching are the same thing, but you know what I mean. And then we discuss. And sometimes we pontificate and sometimes we go off track. And sometimes James looks at me with a funny little, little face. Sometimes just let her go to see how, how long. How, how long she can ramble for. <laughs> oh, good God. Also, right up top, I want to say thanks again to everyone that came out to see my shows. I know we've done that already. Well, it's but been I'm like three really weeks. Grateful. Get over it. And I'm just really grateful and I'm still like a little, I don't know, weirdly jet lagged. And it's all, it was a huge thing to do. And you like looked after everyone and look, kept their house fires burning for three whole weeks. Oh, my God. Like heroic. It's true. I mean, I know people. I mean, people do it all the time, you know. No, but I'm I not the real hero. You, the listener, <laughs> are the real hero. I'm just a, I'm a man just like you. <sighs> Put on my expensive podcasting clothes one leg at a time. Do you have, you're wearing, literally wearing a free hoodie that you got given from the gym. This, no, this is from. Acast? This is a. This is an, a podcast brand. That's what I mean. Hoodie. It was free in the post. It's a good hoodie. It's really <laughs> soft, Claire. You love soft things. Yeah. Lovely, cozy, soft I do wear things. this to the gym, though, in the morning. That's oh, true. Oh, there you go. Yeah. You do. Because well, it's cozy. I don't, I, see, I, wear, I don't like wearing a hoodie, but it's so cold. Because I yeah. get there and I immediately yeah. take it off. Yeah. But whenever I don't wear it, I regret it. I know. I I'm never in the car I'm... and I'm like... I know I've understood that you used to not wear a jumper yeah, and it used to be very bothersome to me because as you know, I worry about your temperature regulation. You're always talking about it. I am always discussing. And so I just really annoys me. It's like my son does the same thing. He's like, well, I'm getting hot when I get there. So I'm not going to wear a jumper to my gym thing that I go to. Good point. And I'm like, but mate, it's cold on the way. And then when you return. I'm glad you wear your jumper there. I think it gives me a lot of peace. Sometimes. Sometimes people comment. They're like, where's your jumper? And I'm like, hey, mind your fucking business. But also, <laughs> this is a whole thing for me. Do you want me to get into it? People care No, about I just say I forgot. I say I forgot. I forgot it. you. I, I care say about I forgot you it. But I never forgot it. <laughs> it means I decided not to wear it for some reason. Anyways. Anyways. Uh, potentially sad news, Claire. Mm, um, or people will be relieved. Maybe they will. Thank God, another thing I don't have to listen to or engage in. Uh, but, yeah, we are probably going to take about a month break just from this show. This show, So yeah. if you're a fan of everything else that I do, and why wouldn't you be? Because what, <laughs> what an absolute, what a rags to riches success story. People love seeing me kick goals. Oh, they gosh. don't yell at me on the internet no, about you. No, they unions. do. They yell at you all the time. <laughs> um, I know. So it's, it's instigated by me because I am just feeling very overwhelmed and tired by everything. Mm -hmm. And I, after the music and the tour and everything else, I'm trying to figure out what to do next. And I've got lots of kind of little irons and sparks in the fire and I don't know which one to do. And I just want to lie down for a long time yeah. and have a nap. And so I feel like I just need a little breather 
I know that I was away on tour. I didn't do any shows either. So I feel like I'm cheating the listeners a little. Somebody was here doing all the shows. I'll tell you that much, Claire. Exactly. But anyway, I, yeah, I just need a little break. I'm not the hero though. No. The listeners. And they know that. (laughs) That is true. Yeah. So yes, but I will be back and we will be back. I I just need a little break. You need it. I, and look, you were like, oh, I don't know whether we should do this or whatever, but. You know, we sat down and I was like, you, well, you, you're working out what you're going to do next and you've already like started doing that. But, it's, yeah. you know, and, and there's a lot of planning that needs to go into that as well because you are working but you're not, you're out. Yeah, I'm writing another album yeah. but I'm also, I've got a whole lot of content. I haven't done Taunts this year which is my yes. interview show and I, there's a lot of work to be done for that as well Yeah, and prep work. And you've also got some other shows that you're preparing and, and all that. So you are working but it's not like front facing stuff that people will immediately see. Yeah, correct, exactly. And I just think sometimes as creatives it's good to go away. I know last year we took a month off and I think sometimes it's really important in life in general to just give yourself a breather and go away and just have a little think and squirrel away for a bit. Yeah, I know Michaela Cole is an amazing TV writer and she said that, that sometimes you do need to be unafraid to go and just take time away from everything yeah. to write and create and and that do that unapologetically, though I'm a little apologetic. No, but. <laughs> never apologise. Never admit fault or no, defeat. No, but I also really love this podcast so much. It's like such a highlight of my week. But I, I just feel like I'm not doing it justice at the moment. I'm just not watching enough things and to be able to really have mm. enough to say, I think, and give it my... All and I want to come back firing all cylinders and really enjoying it. So yeah, taking a little breather. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, as I said though, I'm the real hero. I was <laughs> lying before. It's me. Uh, everything will be continuing as per usual. We we normally take a break in January. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Shut down the podcast for a couple of weeks and and whatever else. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So that will. So your stuff will still all be yep, continuing. Still all happening. That's just and me. Is a little sneak of hint. We're covering the Robocop movie. Whoa. I don't care about that at all. I know you don't care. But but other people really do. Currently immersing myself in all the Robocop films. Good, good. And uh, let me tell you, they get worse. It's like you'll watch the first one, you're like, wow, this is incredible. Oh, (laughs) no. Oh, this. Oh, terrible. Atrocious. It goes like that. Yeah. Like that. Goodness gracious. I see. Mm. So many things. All right. Well, on that note, shall we get on with the actual show? Yeah, 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 yeah. So where we got to talk about and just like that. We certainly do. My goodness. We do. The, the Aiden episode. The Aiden episode. He's back. He's back. I have to say that overall, this latest episode, I was like, thank God, at least there's a bit of good writing. That's uh, completely, I agree. That is yeah. how I felt. I think this one was written by Samantha Irby. Yeah. And it just feels so much like the original show. Miranda is so much more believable in this episode. Miranda. I think the fact that her and Shay have broken up, I think we already talked about this on yeah. the show, but it just does feel And they can do their own storylines now. Correct, exactly, because that, that kind of chemistry between those characters was just non-existent. Yeah. And so it's so nice now they've got their own that even the actors seem happier. They do seem happier. In the roles. I just think they were like whether, yeah, pushing this agenda that just wasn't really working. <laughs> do they uh, Do they like each other in real life? Who's to say? But it certainly doesn't come, it just come across really on screen. It really come across the chemistry between them just didn't come across. So yeah. anyway, I'm really enjoying that and I'm really also enjoying Aiden and the fact that he turned up in this terrible jacket. People, people have thoughts on that that jacket. Uh, one of the listeners sent in that they also wear that jacket. I saw that. It's got a special I say, name, doesn't it? The, ja- the listener pulls off that jacket. 
Yeah. He's too tall for the jacket. Or they, I don't know how yes. tall this listener is, but Hang it's on. too short on him. I'm just looking up what the jacket was called because it has a special name. It's like very, it's called the Bell Staff Jacket. Yeah. It's like a very iconic, long-standing jacket as far as I'm aware, as far as I can tell. And, yes, I agree. The listener in that jacket looks excellent. And where You're was right. that poster? Aiden is too tall for it. It's too tall for the jacket. It's too tall. It just doesn't work. That's why it looks silly. Yeah. That is absolutely why it looks silly. But other than that, the chemistry between them is wonderful, and I and and you you really do genuinely those scenes. You you remember how great they were together as a couple, yeah. and it's so beautiful to watch. I think the thing I said to you is giving me anxiety is the whole Carrie's apartment building and how he can't go in there. So there's yeah. this whole storyline about them meeting at Shay's Airbnb, and. That worries me. It just I just feel like it's heading to some horrible, cataclysmic, awful thing because yeah. it's all too easy at the moment. I'm hoping for that she breaks his heart again. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think Just because it would be funny. Uh, but you think it's going to go the other way, that, <laughs> I, she's gonna, yeah. that he's going to break up with her. Yeah, I yeah. do. I, I really do. I or think... Maybe they'll stay together. They seem like a good couple. But it does seem like that honeymoon period of just like everything's great and we love each other. And we've just really shelved all of the terrible things that happened to us. Yeah, and she's reassessing. She's like, oh, maybe I should have never married Big. And it's like, correct. Yeah, you're like, James <laughs> finally is vindicated for his many I've been years saying of that saying that Big is the worst. For years. I've been saying that. <laughs> Since the show ended, Claire. You really have. Yeah. You really have. And 2004, was yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. You're absolutely right, though. I, I, oh, look, I love that. I love that whole writing, actually, too, because thank God, that's the question that's always been at the forefront of so many fans' minds, right? Like that whole thing of like, you're an Aiden or a big person or whatever. And also, I just loved that then that's that's been written in in a really believable way. Yeah. And that she's questioning everything, and rightly so, because Aiden is excellent and so lovely and funny and great. And we haven't we're going to see his farm this week. As I know well. this is interesting actually, because this is kind of the turning point, isn't it? Because he has kids, he has his whole life. Mm. So I am hopeful, and I probably will get my little heart crushed as I usually do. I'm really hopeful that the writers find a way to write the complexity of older relationships with people with kids yep. and like new and partners. And kids would be older as well. Yeah, and they would yeah. know about her, you would think. Yeah. Or maybe they don't and that's interesting mm. too. Um, but they have opinions and they're like real people. But here's so I'm the hopeful thing. they write that well. Okay, so there's one <gasps> there's one young person in the show that like that is that is written tolerable and that's Carrie's friend who makes jewellery, whatever her name is. Yes. You know that memorable yes. character, whatever the one, her name the is. The sleeping beauty Liter- one. Yeah, literally every other 25-year-old character, I've talked to you about this, in this, <laughs> whenever they walk into a shop, a 25-year-old character is like, mm, can I help you? Mm, <laughs> mm, oh, really? Mm, oh, great. Mm. They're all written fucking insufferable and sure. Young people are insufferable. I agree. No, that's that's not true. It's just it feels very much written by someone who fucking hates anybody in their twenties. That is a thousand percent it. And that I didn't I so never true. I didn't notice it, but then it happened like four times in this latest episode. So because Charlotte goes into a store and they're like, hmm, okay, I know, whatever. And that weird thing where the she just the shop assistant just leaves. So yeah. Charlotte's looking and and we haven't addressed. The Charlotte storyline in general. (laughs) But before we get to there, I completely agree with you. And I even think her teenagers aren't, well, I don't know, maybe they are written okay actually because teenagers are kind of a bit. Oh, yeah, I guess. Lily and Rock, I think they're written pretty well overall. 
But yeah, definitely, it's it's this weird it's like hating on. 20s. Yeah, I mean, yeah. though to be fair, the old show did a lot of that as well. Yeah, you know, like women. Remember that twenty something girls and that whole episode is about twenty something girls sure, okay, and yeah. how. Um, but they were confused. The, they are, and how did? But actually, no. They did write them in a, in kind of a more favourable yeah. way. Also, with they more were complexity. in like their early thirties, like most of them when it Your started. At least, I yeah. think Bianca was going to say Samantha was forty. Yeah, I think. Mm. Yeah, I, look, I don't know. I feel like you're right. It's just it's re- as I said to you. Mainly, they're writing the characters as fifty something gay men. Yeah. All of them. Nailing it too, by the way. Yeah. Well, I, I don't I know. Assume. I mean, to be fair, Anthony's storyline's also it's great. It's killing it. It's so it. funny and so great. I think it's just his delivery. But yeah. also it's touching. Like this episode where he's got this kind of chemistry with this guy who's got the big bread, like the bread. What's his name? What's his business called? Bread Boys. Hot. 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 <laughs> hot buns or something. Hot buns, something like that. I can't remember. Yeah. But it's that, basically a bread delivery groping service. <laughs> yeah. Feels like that, doesn't yeah. it? But that whole storyline, weirdly, there's moments in there where it's quite touching because yeah. he he sees that he has feelings for hot this fellas, guy. hot fellas. Thank you. He sees he has feelings for this like poet, yeah, and then realizes he's gay, and then he's like, oh, I can't absolutely can't do this, and it's yeah. quite lovely, lovely and sincere in this like nice. I also way. think physically he could not do it. Yeah. For reasons that, you know, you will understand if you've seen the show. Oh, my God. Yeah, that is terrifying. <laughs> Wowza. I hadn't thought about that. Ouch. Um, anyway, who knows? I do think that that's a great storyline. But let's talk about now that whole thing with um, Charlotte. Yeah. I would love to know what you think because just you go first because the outrage that you felt made me so happy. It was more I think I was outraged for you. listened to me for so many years. Because I'm an ally, Claire. <laughs> and the real hero is you and the listeners. <laughs> But also me for picking up on this. So head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. There's a Charlotte starting a new job at a fucking art gallery or whatever. Correct. Yeah, going back to her Run old job. Run by three 20 something year old women. Two of which. No, it's, they're, it's actually run by this older man that she met at sorry, the dinner yeah, party. Sorry, who worked there, I should mm. say. And, you know, because when she first walks in, she's like, I've started. And they're like, hmm. Even though they're nice, they're like, mm, you've started, have you? And it turns out they're friendly. So yeah, I don't even know why. very strange. Anyway, yeah. so she's like, man, I got to look. I'm going to wear this dress on the first day. But she puts it on and it turns out, Claire, that she looks amazing in it. And what the fuck is wrong with her? Uh, because she she's like, I've got a little bit of a belly. This dress doesn't. Suit me, and it's like it super skin tight with a belt. As everyone knows, I don't even I know. Can't carry I was like looking at like it, that. and I'm like, "Am I fucking? Am I blind? Like, what's happening here?" No, it's so strange. And she's like looking in the mirror, and she's trying to like, trying to like starve herself to fit into this dress, which she fits into perfectly anyway. Yeah. And anyway, so she she starves herself for days. She ends up putting on two sets of like undergarments, which like. Supposedly Spanx. Spanx, thank you. Spanx. Like suck in her stomach. She looks exactly the same with them on. Also, she wears two, which to me would kind of defeat the purpose because that would like 
the the amount of weight that you you'd think that would make it looks like you'd yeah, lost I know, would be undercut big, because you're correct. wearing like three correct. or four levels of clothing under that thing. Exactly. And then she goes in there and then she's like, man, I can barely breathe in this. And then the woman who's running it, but not own it, own it because he's an older guy, walks yeah. down the stairs and she's a slightly bigger lady. And Charlotte's like, oh, what a relief. And goes to the bathroom and like throws them in the bin. Yeah. And I just don't know, like, what's the, what's the message? Like, what, I don't, what is that? What is it? What, what is it? <laughs> So, okay, there is so many layers. But what's the message though? Yeah, I know. So that, so what they're trying to do is write a depiction of menopause. And so one of the things that happens in menopause is overall women do just put on weight yeah. more. They just do. Their body's shapes change during menopause and particularly around the midsection that just yep. happens and it's also much harder to lose weight during menopause. That's just like women's bodies changing as they get older. Sure. And so I think – they were they were aiming to show that and also show that Charlotte is feeling intimidated walking into a gallery space that she worked in 20 years ago and where she felt really confident and so great about herself and now she's revisiting that and rather than thinking about her career and what she can update in terms of her knowledge and skill set, she's obsessing over this idea of wanting to be that woman she was 20 years ago. Like she has oh, this photo, photo of her, of her right. from 20 years ago that she's like looking at that. It's and like, so oh, she's handling, trying to, like yeah, she's trying to, I think it's supposed to be like a commentary about aging and menopause and bodies changing and what it's like as an older woman to step back into a, a workplace when so many of the women are younger, which sure. is what Miranda is doing too, I get right? That I they get. don't do that at all. What yeah. also is so annoying is like the episode before, one of the storylines was that Charlotte was called a MILF and she was on the MILF list. Yeah, and she was. Was like daughter's high school. She was like in a bra in bed. Yeah, in a sex scene. Exactly. Feeling, and, and there was no part of that that was like no. Exactly. Yeah, so it's totally missed the mark on so many levels. And I know, obviously, I'm not a woman going through menopause. I am a woman who's given birth and whose body's changed. Mm. And I just, I think. There's just so many more interesting storylines, even though, yes, body stuff is huge, but to do it on Charlotte like that where she genuinely doesn't look any, like very, she's she does not look that different from the Charlotte's body that no. we saw 20 years ago or whatever. It, it, like she, it's just stupid to do it that way. It would be a different story if she actually looked like a woman in her 50s. Yeah, exactly, yeah. If who like, had a body that was clearly, indicative of women in their 50s. Yeah. And clearly like yeah. in real life that's it's hard to look like that. Obviously she's put in a lot of work and that's that's Exactly, she's like a that, celebrity. And that's, and that's great. Yeah. Like and that and that's not a bad thing either. Like good for no, you. No, and like, the difficulty I have in this conversation too is that I think we're trying to move away from commentary on people's bodies overall. Yeah. Because Bodies and human beings come in all different shapes and sizes, Absolutely, as yeah. we know, and a healthy body does not necessarily reflect a particular size or shape no. at all, as we know. And why? And it's so boring to me, this conversation. However, there is a full generation of women that are not – I mean, there's so many contexts where this is complicated – but I do think that generation particularly was steeped and my generation too was steeped in this diet culture and all of that body shaming stuff. So it is a real thing. It's yeah. just it doesn't ring true with this particular character in this show. No. It's just and then the fact that it's so obvious that then they've chosen a woman who is fat in a you know, fat is quite an empowering word. We can use that now. Cool. Um, who turns up and she's wearing a midriff, she's clearly really comfortable in her body. 
And so Charlotte immediately just throws away the Spanx. It's yeah. just so obvious and kind of not inter- intelligent. So was that the empowerment that was support- we were supposed to see, like the yeah. woman coming down and Charlotte was like, that's very empowering. Now yeah. I'm going to be empowering. Correct. See, I think that could also be taken as like, well, I'm not the biggest person here. So like. You did say that too. Like, yeah. Because I, 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 I honestly, I didn't. It didn't feel empowering. It just felt, it was weird. Like I didn't. I know. Also, I was thinking to myself, in this economy, you're throwing away three pairs of, they're probably like $150 a pop, those spanks. She's spanks. worth like $10 million. And she's million. like throwing them in the bin. I know, but that even in of itself is like wasting. Well, I don't know. There was just layers and layers of like what was so problematic about it. And also it just wasn't that interesting a storyline. I feel like there's no. so much more to talk about with menopause than the fact that you have a slight bigger tummy. Like there's just so yeah. much more than that, like that what a hot flash actually feels like or what it's like for your mood swings to just circle and spiral and you have no idea where you are with those, what it's like to take hormone replacement therapy, mm. what what women need at that time when they're feeling like they're invisible. I mean that is more of an interesting storyline, yeah. I think, where Charlotte is entering the workplace and feels invisible around 20-something women, even though that is also a trope that's kind of been done too. Yeah. I mean, just... I mean, you can redo things. Like You can. The brain fog that can happen yeah. with menopause as well. And then maybe also that integrating of self as an older woman. In a mm. way, I would have loved to have seen her feel really empowered. But then maybe also there's an invisibility that women talk about when they're sort of in that stage of their life, mm. which is not going to happen to Charlotte because Charlotte has spent so much money trying to look like a 20-something woman. For better or worse, I'm not shaming her for that at all, Mm. but it's that is kind of an interesting question and and discussion. And also I would have just been way more interested to see Charlotte grappling with like updates in her career and trying to navigate what it's like to be back at work. I want a scene where she screams, what's TikTok? What's TikTok? And all the teenagers (gasps) are like. Well, teenagers, 25-year-olds are like, hmm. Yeah. But you know how we <laughs> Sorry, were watching Grandma. Platonic, that other TV show with Rose Byrne's character who's a mother yes, who, who was a mum really out of well, like yeah. a – she hadn't been working for a long time. She went back into the workforce yeah. as a lawyer. and like just the bottom rung. Bottom rung yeah. and bottomed out and got fired yeah. like the first or second Great day show. she was there. Talked about it before. I talked about we it have, when we were away. It's really, it's really with good with Seth Rogen. It's on Apple. And that storyline, it was like way heightened and silly and a lot and comedic. But that is way more interesting because it, yeah. because you're seeing like that complexity of what it's like for a woman to return to the workforce and what that really kind of means in a, how far things have moved on and, yeah. you know, all of that is much more interesting. I don't know. I feel like I've waffled for ages about it. But it, I just loved your reaction because you were so angry it was confusing. about it. It was genuinely confusing. And you like telling me that like what the message was, I'm still like, oh, okay, was it? I guess. So they were trying to do a piece about weight gain and menopause Mm. and about what it's like to age. And look, to be fair. I mean, again, that I get. I mean, just mean like that end bit. It's like, what is it? What's the message here? Yeah. It's supposed to be like, oh, actually body size doesn't matter Mm. and I'm just going to be myself. Well, then, yeah, that's true. (laughs) It it didn't. (laughs) And that's the thing. It's just it feels. It just feels really patronizing and and not very intelligent or or interesting. Yeah. In that way. But actually to be fair, depressingly, it is a real obsession 
yeah. for a lot of women. And that and that's again, that's and fine. Like, again, you can display. It's just that it just felt weird. It was a weird. Like you can you can have an idea for something, but the execution can be like baffling. Yeah, correct, exactly. Yeah. And I think that's the problem because also the whole storyline it just didn't fit with the rest of the character trajectory of Charlotte. Yeah. But then I guess there is a pressure if you're returning to work, you suddenly feel like you want to be the person you were 20 yeah. years ago. And again, like I, and I, that's I get, I get that. But you could have like, like you said, you could have picked like a different thing that like. I don't know, not this, but like I, I don't know how to use a computer. Or what, I don't know. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. She would know how to use a computer. That's not a good example. I but. would be interesting, interested though, actually, now that I'm saying all of this, and I don't think it was written well. It really wasn't written well. But I wonder if you are a woman in menopause in your 50s, whether that storyline would have resonated with you. And maybe it's a case of, I mean, but I don't know, because like my body looks very different after kids. Mm. So I don't know. And there is something strange about returning to a role that you used to be in or going to see, you know, like if you go to a reunion or you go to see old friends and you suddenly feel this pressure to look a particular way. Yeah. I don't know. It is interesting in this whole context though. I was telling you that I went to a life drawing class for writers, which is really interesting, about bodies. And a lot of the women in that room were talking about how initially, this was a woman that we were writing, not drawing. Mm. And I'd never done anything like that before. And- None of the writers in the room had either because they weren't artists. So artists do that quite a lot, Mm. you know, life drawing, but writers don't. And so they were saying the first emotion that came up from them was rage. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Like just because she had a figure that was very beautiful. Mm. And so, and it wasn't perfect by any stretch. It was a human being's body, but but there was a, a feeling that like, oh, God, Look at that so enraging. Mine doesn't look like that. Mm. Why doesn't it look like that? I didn't have that reaction and I think maybe that's because of like the amount of stuff I've been through with my body. I've come to terms with it mm. and I'm friends with it yeah. over, overall. You're always shaking hands. I am. Making always a deal. Hands. I don't know. I just have started to think of it more functionally yeah. or something or I don't know what. Or I just don't know why I didn't feel rage, but I didn't. But that was an interesting observation from those women in that room. There's just so much complexity for women particularly, everyone, and obviously if you're non-binary or, you know, there's so many people that have complex relationships with their bodies. Men do as well. I'm not saying they don't. But culturally there's just a lot yeah. there going yeah. no, on. No, there, de- there definitely is with men and like there is a lot of like body dysmorphia and around like bodybuilding and all that kind of stuff because you kind of like my Instagram feed is like filled with that stuff. Like, yeah, it's so interesting because you know, I follow like a few, like, is so weird. a few like, you know, fitness people were just like, here's a recipe. There's a, there's a good way to do a bicep curl or whatever. I'm like, oh, that's good. Okay. Let's say you can make eggs like that. And then the guy's like, look how big I am. I'll kill you. And I'm like, oh no, <laughs> don't kill me. <laughs> Anyway, oh gosh, we're like we've really gone along. So, Whoa. do you want to talk about? I do. I want to. I want to recommend one thing. thing. Uh, this is a movie called They Cloned Tyrone. It's directed by Jewel, They Cloned Tyrone. They Cloned Tyrone. It's directed by Jewel Taylor in his debut movie, mm. and uh, the screenplay is written by him uh, and Tony Rettenmayer. So, here's the synopsis for the last time for a month. Oh, I'm sad a now. Series of eerie events. Thrusts an unlikely trio, John Boyega, you know him? Mm-hmm. He's, you know him, right? Do you really? Or are you saying No, him? I'm just saying that. He's Finn in Star Wars. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I uh, know him. Jamie Foxx. You know Jamie Foxx? Yes, I, should, I do. do. you? I do know who Jamie Foxx okay. is. Yes. Uh, you might. You probably won't know this last person. Uh, Tayona Paris. No, I don't know. Tayona Paris, sorry. 
She's in Marvel stuff. She's well, what else is she in? What else would she what else would you know her for? I don't know. She's great. She's really good in this. Okay. So onto onto the trail. So those three onto the trail of a nefarious government conspiracy in this pulp mystery caper. Now apparently the whole idea of this is partially inspired by things like the Truman Show. If you've ever oh, seen that. Yes, so yes. all these people, they live in a fictional neighborhood uh, that's predominantly black called the Glen. And everybody's kind of locked into this kind of lower socioeconomic kind of situation they're all living in. Part parts of it looks familiar, you know, it's like but it's there's a little like weird undercurrent of like monotony and like patterns repeating and nobody's kind of doing anything outside of like assigned roles basically. And, you know, everybody's dealing with like with like drugs and death and sex work and all these things and violence and all these things that are going on. But then uh, without spoiling too much of it, Claire, a violent incident kind of kicks things off in the neighbourhood and then a few people, uh, these three in particular, start to realise that maybe not everything in the community is kind of as what it seems and is this some kind of experiment? Is this like some kind of alternate reality? Like what what is happening in this in this town that they live in. So, you know, they get into conspiracies about, conspiracies about, ah, they get into conspiracy, they, Claire, <laughs> they get into conspiracies about, uh, like, what's in the food, who, or, like, what is real, what is everybody's purpose in this, maybe cloning, it's called They Clone Tyrone, so maybe, the, it's, maybe it's cloning adjacent. Uh, it's really funny, also, like the dynamics between the the main trio are, are really great. The really good. Pa- oh, I was gonna say pairing. What's 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 three but pairing, Claire? What's three? A you write team? things. A team of three. Yeah, uh, is great. Really good performances. Uh, some of them doing like trio. Oh, no, oh, it's trio. Yeah, I would say they're all kind of doing unrecognizable stuff that you would have normally seen them in. John Boyega is great. I mean, everybody knows, like you know. Jamie Foxx, he's been, he's been great for like 30 years or whatever. Um, but John Boyega is like really good as a leading man and I hope he gets to do kind of more of it. There's something I talked about with him recently where he robs a bank. It's based on a true story, which is really good also. Uh, he's great. Anyways, and it's, it's, it's really good. It's on Netflix. So you'd be like, oh, then it's bad. No, it's good actually. It's a good Netflix <laughs> movie. They do exist. So cool. if you just stop watching Red Notice for once, Claire, I know you love the movie Red Notice. I don't know what that is, but okay. Oh, she pretends. It's the biggest movie of all time. Settle down, okay. All right, all right. Uh, it's, um, but check it out. So, And I think also uh, Jewel Taylor, who directed it, I think it would be somebody to keep an eye on for future stuff because mm-hmm. as a debut, like it surprised me that it wasn't somebody that like I'd heard of Yeah. after I watched it. Yeah, so just really terrific. Yeah. Amazing. That sounds awesome. It's cool. It's really fun. What was it called again? They cloned Tyrone. They cloned Tyrone yeah. on Netflix, which is amazing to think there is something still good on Netflix. I know. Who knew? Good, good. Who knew? Well, on that note, if you would like to write into the show, you can. It's justwithpod at gmail.com. I'll, I'll write yeah, into the show. We'll, yeah. So just like Joseph has. Hello, Claire. Hello, James also. Yeah. I'll make this quick. Star Trek Strange New Worlds has been on a hot streak of excellent storytelling for 19 episodes in a row and there's one more to go. Apparently the hubris of the creative team knows no bounds as the latest episodes are straight up musical. Yes. And it's so fucking amazing. Ooh, I, language. Uh, I have been watching that and the one I watched yesterday was the time travel one. They go back oh. to like modern day Earth. 
which is like a start. The Star Trek have been doing that since the 60s. They're like, what year do we travel to? We travel to the year that this was actually filmed in because it's easier. And they travel to, I think it's Vancouver. It's basically where uh, Toronto, I can't remember. It's basically where they film all TV shows now, just like in Canada. It's like, so they go, they go there. Anyway, it was great. It was really, really good. It's a really good show. Anyway, sorry, go on. So obviously Trek is divisive. Most love it or hate it. And this is the ninth episode of the second season, Subspace Rhapsody, which means it'll take a long time to catch up, but it's so worth it. If you can't bring yourself to watch the episode or any Trek, check out the soundtrack. It's legitimately excellent. Soundtrack. Soundtrack. Hey. Hey. You're a funny one. Well, that's what they say. They say I'm all right. (laughs) In any event, love you guys. So glad to have Claire back. Congrats on the tour and I can't really... I can't really wait to hear what you two are suggestibling next. Oh, I'm so sorry. We will be back, Joseph, though. I will be back. Devastating. Um, Excellent. Uh, That's it. So, yeah, suggestibledot.gmail.com. Thank you, Joseph, for writing in. We really appreciate it. Now, if you are so inclined to review the show, Mm -hmm. I will read out your review. You better believe it. I also found a site that I realized that not all the countries that are writing reviews are coming through. So I found a, another site where I'm like, oh, my God, there's reviews here that I haven't read. Oh, so wowza. I'm going well, to be go- I'm gonna be, have to be going back as well. Going to back in time. As well. Correct. Uh, but this one, uh, who, uh, who we got here? What, what do we got here? What do we, what do we got? What do we got? What do we got? It's from CamCon. What do we got? Five stars in-app. Do it in whatever app you want. The True. app that you're listening to, it says, the best suggestions, the best review of Danny Champion of the world since my fourth grade teacher, uh, Mr. Wozvik, read it to us daily. Thanks for reminding me of his copy he gave me as he retired. Oh, that's, that's cool. really heartwarming and lovely, and I yeah. love that a lot. Uh, Claire and Mr. Subday, I think that's a mistake. That's you. Or an intentional dig. Correct. Uh, Mr. Subway. That's Maybe. me. Oh, hopefully not Mr. Subway because that was awkward he and terrible. Was, it turned out he was a pedophile. Was he was awful. a big pedophile, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, the best at suggestions. That's from CamCon. Thank you Thank so much. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. We love to see reviews. When's the last time you had Subway? 2002 probably. That, that long I reckon, ago. I don't think I've had it for, I can't even tell you really? last time. When have you had it last? I reckon at least 10 years. Yeah, longer. Yeah. Maybe not 2002. I mean, I might have been at an like airport. Like I might have been at an airport once and like, oh, okay, God. All right. But. It's no good. The only things that are good are the cookies. They are good. They are pretty good. Whatever I order. Oh. It tastes the same. And the, I don't uh, know what they're doing it's in not, there. It's just not for what me. What are they doing in there? I don't know. It's not for Whatever me. Whatever sauce you get, it tastes the same. It's Whatever filling. It's just not for me. It's the, it's, I think it's the bread. The bread makes it all taste like weird and And they uniform. have different flavoured breads too. But do they? I don't know. Is it even bread? I'm not sure. It's very clearly Subway bread though. Like yeah, oh, if you yeah. gave me a selection of rolls and said, which is the Subway, I would tell you immediately. Yeah. And I haven't had it in like 15, 20 years. 2002 is 20 years ago. I surely have had it. 21 years ago. Oh, God. Old enough to drink in America. (laughs) Oh, no, 23. No, 20. You're right. Two years ago. 21. I don't know. What are you doing? What is time? I'm so tired. (laughs) I know this is why. You need a break. I'm taking a break because my brain is short circuited. I'm also writing another album and that's a lot. Yeah, I would never. I wouldn't even bother if it was me. And I don't know why I'm doing it. I'd just stop. I know. Maybe I should. Anyway. (laughs) That's something I'm, to think about in your month. something to think about in my month. Yeah. I might just take this month to like – because I'm also starting touring and doing some more – not touring but like doing some more shows Little later shows on in the year. So I just need a bit of time to like refuel, I think. Yeah. Even my voice is sore after this chat. Sure. Crazy. Well, I don't, yeah, as I was saying on my other more successful show, The Weekly Planet, at some point, 
Maybe I said it on a bonus thing. I don't know. I can't. I don't. Really. I don't talk that much, like during the day. No, you don't. So this is this is when I do all of my talking, and I find that after I record a few things, like if I do like three or four hours in a in a row, like I'm, it's ridiculous because this is not a real job by any stretch. But yeah, it it's is. hard to it talk a for a time. really long time. It is when you don't like talking. <laughs> <laughs> True. All right. Thank you so much as always to Royal Collings for editing this week's episode. Thank you, James Clement, for being here. Um, but, yes, we will be back to do more episodes. I Woo! just need a little snoozy break. Okay, as always, look after yourselves. Thank you for listening. Yeah, have a and, good time. Um, have a good time. Have a good week. Talk to you at a different Yeah. Time. Okay, bye.